0: Hello and welcome to another Movie Monday. This week we're going to blast off right into your eardrums with this fantastic film. I am Rocketman Steve with my ace fighter pilot, Sean Anderson. Heck yeah. And we're going to talk about this Disney gem of a film, The Rocketeer. So go ahead and get your helmets, put on a seatbelt and get your bubblegum because it is necessary to fly. And you are listening to more movies.
1: Please.
0: Pow, pow. There's not really a uh, rocket sound that we can make besides... What? <sighs> <sighs> yeah.
1: Hey, what's a, what's a jetpack sound? I can't make that sound that the rocket, the jetpack made. Okay,
0: that one sounded like a jet engine for a second like it had more of a hum to it than a powerful because mm. like mm-hmm. uh the batmobile from michael keaton sounded more like a fire and like a rocket but the rocketeer yeah. one was more like a yeah like it, it hey, like jet engine. it had like a futuristic energy to it yeah. like it was definitely Cut. a sound they designed but wasn't know. trying to be authentic to what it would be. Like, I'm sure it's similar, but you could tell they tweaked it for what they wanted it to be.
1: Definitely some sweetening happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Probably, you know, <laughs> um, just like they showed in the in the movie, they probably took an old vacuum cleaner and maybe recorded that and messed with it a little bit.
0: Probably, probably. That this movie just, if you guys haven't figured it out, we're talking about... <sighs> The Rocketeer. Uh,
1: Rocketeer. Disney's 1991. Uh, You know, I'm just going to say it. uh, Extravaganza. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd call it a masterpiece,
0: but gosh, dang, is it a fun time. For the age we were at at the time. Like, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Masterpiece. Uh, It definitely sent me jumping off couches.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I would have been five when Mm -hmm. this came out. Maybe I didn't see it right when it came out in theaters, but it was pretty soon after.
0: Yeah, that's it's one of those where you don't even need anything fancy. You can strap on a backpack to your back and you can mm-hmm. put on whatever kind of that ba- uh, was it laundry basket on your head and you're good to go. Ah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great for kids. But now that we're adults and we have adult money, this sort of that helmet, that rocketeer helmet. I after having watched this movie, I'm kind of surprised I'm not seeing you on one of your bookshelves back there because it's such an iconic, like really cool looking helmet.
0: It is a pretty cool-looking helmet. It's just one of those, like, for the cosplay era, wasn't Mm. really as popular when that stuff finally started taking off.
1: Really? That's crazy, because this also kind of has, I mean, it's very Art Deco-themed, but it also kind of has, like, a steampunk quality to it, too. So I'm surprised that it didn't make a bigger splash in some cons or anything.
0: Well, uh, so if you really wanted to cosplay as the Rocketeer, which, quite frankly, other than the the leather jacket everything yeah. else is pretty simple it looks like people have just dis- <laughs>
1: the jetpack's pretty simple
0: <laughs> yeah it looks like some people have made some stuff so okay etsy and it looks like they're going for like 420 to 450 I mean, I don't know how much these sorts of things run, but I bet that's, you know, that's reasonable. That is pretty reasonable. That's like, uh, for instance, I've always looked at the Green Ranger helmets and that's always ranged from like uh, 250 to five. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I see one that somebody made that's black. So obviously a knockoff that's like 5850. Sure. Not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I like all of these costumes. I I
1: think I, I think we're probably looking at the same searches here and... They got some good cosplay costumes. Yeah. And I'm a little surprised to see so many people carrying guns with this costume too, because there, he didn't really shoot any guns. He did take one at the end, but he lost it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't, it wasn't his thing though. He was the rocketeer not the, the
0: shoot you in the face a tear. Yeah. And it's funny, like you could probably make this yourself, not like perfectly, but you get some aviator glasses, use that as the lenses. Get oh, some yeah. copper and paint it and just kind of sculpt it a little bit. You yeah. can glue a fin to the top. You could probably, oh, easy. probably buy <laughs> Yondu's fin from Guardians and paint it. Uh, Sure. Yeah, do it just like Alan Arkin did in this one. I mean, he
1: he basically made a cosplay costume. Yeah, and he just used for, a saw.
0: I'm like, really? Yeah. That, that was the one part. Okay, there's a lot of suspending your disbelief with this film. But that was the one part that was just like, no, come on. Like, couldn't you just have like a welding torch? Because he was sawing it out of that mold.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know what that what what they had available back in the 19 late 1930s. Maybe. Uh, Well, who knows? I I don't know. Maybe acetylene torches weren't really a a big thing back then.
0: Or maybe like some kind of blacksmithing thing. It was just like a saw is not going to cut through metal like that.
1: Well, I would think certain saws could. I mean, you get like like metal clips that can cut through them, and just big scissors.
0: Yeah, but the kind of durability that helmet had to have for the crash engines—you
1: yeah, need some really tough metal. Yeah.
0: So that was the only yeah. part. I was just like, mm, come on. Yeah,
1: a little, a little iffy on that one. Yeah.
0: Which it's, it's, I get it. It's fine. Like I understand. It was the movie. I, yeah.
1: I mean, when it comes down to it, like that's that's the least. Uh, that's the least bit of the movie where you need to suspend your disbelief I mean for me it was you know the whole jetpack aspect of it having it actually work having it be a thing in the late 30s and having it Work in a way that, uh, you know, it doesn't immediately incinerate Cliff's legs off from, like, the mid-thigh down.
0: Yes, that was the thing that bugged me. It was just like, is nobody going to address that this heat should be messing him up? Like, there should be a special suit that you're wearing. Like, even in the Flash TV show, they acknowledge that if he's not wearing the right type of clothes, which after a couple seasons... They kind of just forget about that whole issue. <laughs> like if he runs without a specific kind of heat resistant, friction resistant suit, uh, that his clothes will just burn off, right? That his shoes catch on fire and his clothes burn off. Yeah. And then like a, a couple, naked flash running around. Yeah. And then like by season two, they just kind of gave up on like worrying about that. Like he could just run in anything. Oh <laughs> well. Yeah. I which that, that
1: fast though. I was expecting like three or four fourth season.
0: Well, it's just like how many times is he is he gonna like have time to change? and like this is well, the
1: face the flash he he can
0: change so fast yeah but budget didn't want to have to put him in the suit all that that many times
1: but uh i'm disappointed with the show now that's an iconic suit well no he's, what else is he gonna he's be in, in the
0: suit all the time but it's just like those little oh i'm doing laundry i, I burnt I, I need to catch the eggs kind of like those little moments oh uh, okay yeah i guess i don't know Mm-hmm. still
1: not really doing it for me also there are so many damn seasons of that show I, I i think it i missed the boat on it i think
0: it it's it's good i'm hesitant as to how long it's going but i haven't been to a point where i'm like mm. oh, i need to stop it's one of those
1: it's not the walking dead yet
0: yeah it's one of those i feel like i'm going to need to soon but mm. they still haven't gotten there but they're dancing the line
1: i feel like they got a what is it in the, like the ninth season or i something? think so are going into it, they gotta end it soon, right? Arrow didn't last this long by a long shot. Supergirl's, what, finished now or mm-hmm. about to? It, it's been done.
0: I They gotta, they gotta end Flash.
1: They don't wanna, they may have already overstayed their welcome, I don't know, but well, just if him, they haven't, they're getting very close to it.
0: Have it end by him running into the multiverse so he can take over the Ezra Miller Flash. It's gonna be needed. <laughs> oh
1: boy. I, I think I just read that he was arrested for a third time. Yep. <laughs> I don't, man. That guy, uh, Amber Heard, just—I don't know what's going on at at Warner Brothers, but I, I, I got just a sad clean house. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to describe it. Because yeah. like, there's a lot of the first uh, missed potential.
0: There. Zombieland, three hundred eight, three hundred eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like started uh, for so small to make it uh, relatively big.
1: Yep. So I, Aquaman, big man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then throw it all away being
0: terrible anyway who knows I'm sure not everybody is sane in that particular group but I think she oh a 100% more, not I think she might be a little bit more off her rocker
1: yeah no I you know uh, I don't think anybody is coming out clean there and deservedly so mm-hmm.
0: Yep, yep but oh
1: well we'll see what happens i don't know developing topics these days everybody developing events but uh we gotta go back in time back another uh almost almost 100 years to in like
0: yeah the movie time yeah to when gum is your lucky charm that it has to be on the tail of your plane okay get that gum on there make sure it's always always Beeman's gum mm-hmm. Hey, and you know what? It's, it cracked me up because it was more of the superstitions, but then like in the end or in the middle, uh, actually yeah. no, in the middle and no, the end for, both times. Yeah. Cause there's one time where he's like, Oh, here's a quick fix and pulls off the lucky charm mm. to patch the hole, which mm-hmm. quite frankly, if it had been leaking at all, there should have been some kind of flame on the thing, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> an explosion, but there. Uh, no. Yeah. Something. And A that, problem. I love that little, we'll save the ending trick for the end, uh-huh. but to get back to the gum and the plane, I like how, I didn't know if you noticed this when he's flying that new plane the odometer red zero 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 one. I didn't notice that. That's, that's fantastic. I love that. Mm-hmm. So like they really wanted it to seem brand like brand new. Yep. So literally it was just the distance to get out of the hangar. I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I feel like unless it was trucked over, it mm-hmm. should have more than that, but it, it was still a nice little touch. Yeah.
1: I'm curious. How does an odometer work for an airplane? I don't, I don't really understand these sorts of things. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I mean, it, it works really well for the movie. Shows mm-hmm. this is you know hot off the lot. This this airplane, but elsewhere, it uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But whatever, who cares? Let's suspend our disbelief. This guy's flying around in a jetpack. We don't yeah. need to figure and out,
0: of course, like how things are real. After the first time he did it to save his friend, which hey, I, I like the hey. You know what? He's in trouble. He's in trouble for me. Yeah. I'm gonna go go risk something that we haven't even tested properly yet. Yeah. And
1: without a second thought, he was just boom hero
0: mode, Mm -hmm. which I appreciated. And I I like that after he takes the helmet off, he has that stupid kid face grin, like Mm. like oh my god, this is amazing. (laughs) Like the first time you give a kid ice cream, or the first time your like child or niece nephew whatever is old enough Mm -hmm. to go on the roller coaster, and they come off to like, (gasps) like,
1: "Oh, oh my god, this is what life could be like. I, I thought that was I thought that was funny because before then when he was trying to talk um oh, what's his name? Uh PV into letting him keep you know, let's just try this out. We'll keep it for a little while, uh just to raise some money to to compete in the race and then we'll get rid of it. We'll we'll pass it on. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's all well and good until you fly it the first time and you land and you got that look on your face and you know,
0: I can't ever give this up. This is too good. I honestly thought he was willing to give it up once he well, of course, saved his girl when that came up. Yeah. But once, especially after all the trouble he ensued because of it, but I feel like once he got the money for the plane, he might have been needed to be talked into giving it back. But I feel like he could have been talked into returning it once he satisfied his need to recoup their losses, which come on, mobsters, you yeah. don't have to shoot the plane. It's not like it was a cop plane.
1: I was upset. That was frustrating. It just was some random plane flying over their car Mm -hmm. doing nothing. And yeah, like you said, it wasn't a cop plane if that was even a thing back then. Yeah. But the guy in the trunk was just like, I'm going to shoot you too for no reason. Yeah. Very frustrating. I mean, had to, had to, the story had to get to the rocket being stored in the plane somehow. I guess that's the way to do it. But still mobsters, unless it comes to, you know, punching Nazis, mobsters are no good people
0: uh yeah, yeah so but the person who designed the jet howard hughes i actually yes. liked it because it was kind of like a moral tony stark before he becomes iron man so, uh, so kind of like, like his father right yeah, yeah kind of like the dad like so he had howard
1: actually, stark right oh that's, howard stark. that's
0: interesting howard hughes howard stark <laughs> mm-hmm. well it was just because like when he finds out that the rocket's been destroyed and like you can build another one and he's like you know what it was it's too dangerous because like the fact that somebody tried to steal it and like without hesitation throws the blueprints right into the fire. Yeah. I was just like, damn, that's somebody who's like not like m- obsessed with their invention or anything like they literally like this was an idea, but we just realized it can be used bad for something right. bad. It's interesting sort of, I think um i don't know a whole lot
1: about howard hughes the actual person mm-hmm. but from what i have learned it sort of seems very antithetical to how how howard hughes actually was oh i in real I'm, life.
0: I'm sure it's the opposite but I meant at least for the movie character i really liked what the movie the character sure, yeah. did
1: in the movie very upstanding yeah mm-hmm. real life howard hughes though no i don't think would he, have he like, would ever
0: i let's build another one
1: <laughs> i know let's perfect it let's let's make it great but mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean he uh he one of his first movies hell's angels because he was a movie director too this guy did everything um like he almost bankrupted everybody making it and his his hercules airplane the spruce goose was an interesting catastrophic failure slash success in some ways yeah i don't think he was i think he he was pretty obsessed with some things but yeah like i said this howard hughes was a more upstanding person he was,
0: and I guess he could see the potential for it being used for for evil. I suppose, well, yeah, because you know? somebody tried to steal it already, so that was an indication yeah. that somebody wanted it as a weapon.
1: Yeah, especially since they it was the out,
0: Nazis. I know they find out it was the Nazis who're doing it, mm-hmm.
1: and then yeah, we see that little like newsreel footage of them flying across the Atlantic, which was insane. But yeah, yeah,
0: can't let the Nazis get get a hold of rocket powers. So that's the two things that cracked me up. Is one this thing should have ran out of gas at some point. You never see them refueling. It, they right? said that it runs out of alcohol. I'm like, still, maybe there should be a moment where he has to like fly lug, through, lug some whiskey in there, yeah, or like fly <laughs> through a bar, grab a bottle and throw it in. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have fit in perfectly. Why yeah. didn't that happen? And then flies back and drops like a, a nickel. <laughs>
1: yeah oh man it's two two great excellent ideas for the movies we're talking about today that would really ramp up their, their quality mm-hmm. you should be writing these screenplays
0: well i also love the fact that like you have this futuristic thing that you don't know is a rocket but looks very interesting and you push the button yeah inside the hangar. i know yeah <laughs> who, who knows what it could be it's like don't it could, push it it's It like, could explode <laughs> <laughs> yeah what yeah, if man, it was oh, a laser
1: <laughs> I mean laser a death ray yeah Mm -hmm. could be anything could be alien technology who knows who knows but hey eventually you gotta press the button right you want to find out what it does Mm -hmm. you know although I guess you maybe maybe stand pretty far away first put yourself behind a brick wall at least
0: (sighs) at least I don't know yeah I would have done a little more caution And they did have more caution
1: on their like second test with it when they hooked it up to that statue. Mm -hmm. It looked like they like remote control or or PV like wired up some like starter from a distance. So yeah. eh. But hey, Cliff's not gonna he's not one for taking it cautious and safe.
0: No, he he relies on the people around him to help him succeed because like when he got in the fight with his girlfriend, I love the way just like go after him. You dope or go after her. You (laughs) dope. Yeah. Oh, Margot Martindale. She's mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. I'm
1: glad it worked out pretty well for them in the end, but it took a while, a lot of clueless cliff to to finally mm-hmm. figure out what was important in his life. Speaking. And hey, maybe it's supporting your girlfriend with what she wants to do every once in a while. Instead of just saying, come on down and watch me be awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Or what's the importance of acting? Like maybe listen to her as she tries to explain it. Like, yeah. even if you don't understand it. If it's important, then you support it. Right? I, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. Cliff
1: looked, he was probably in his 20s. They looked like they were both maybe early 20s or so, but they were acting like children. At least he was. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that somebody who looked so adult
0: could be so just blockheaded. Hey, I think that was one of my notes, some kind of blockheaded comment somewhere. Mm, yeah. Well, he made quite a few of them. Oh, man. Well, there was one comment when it comes to blockheaded things when he's like, When's talking to PV, like, when's the last time yeah. that you had a date? And he's, he says something like 19, whatever, 1932 or something. Yeah. And it was so-and-so is like, there's no point in dating anybody after that. I was just like,
1: Oof. Oh, Oh PV. Oh, a statue. Oh. And also what happened to that relationship? Mm-hmm. What happened there? Why aren't you with her?
0: Yeah. Oh. That one was just like, if there was ever a comeback, it's like, you can't insult me for not doing anything because there's, I, there's nothing better after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's sad that is one. and badass.
1: I am hoping there wasn't like a tragedy surrounding it and maybe it just, I don't know, maybe it just didn't work at the time. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Just the way relationships go sometimes. Kind of like. Instead of her like dying or something. Kind of like how um,
0: movie sets used to go. Oh, look, it's the producer's niece. <laughs>
1: <laughs> used to go. Used to go, Stephen. Oh, that's, you're being very kind to Hollywood, I think. I think. Uh, nepotism has always always been just
0: a core quality of hollywood oh no it is but i meant like for major things like i'm sure like not a key role as much anymore not as much i mean i'm hoping you 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 have to be able to
1: actually act Mm -hmm. you have to have some talent but you can still get your foot, your entire body through the door. Oh, yeah. You can get pretty through easily through yeah.
0: the door. But I feel like crucial scenes, you, yeah. 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 When you're set up next to Neville
1: Sinclair, maybe maybe that's not happening too much anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get, you know, the producer's niece acting opposite in a starring role with like Tom Cruise or somebody. There is one thing, right thing I can
0: gate. say has lessened mm-hmm. accidental stabbings or shootings on set. Like I said, lessened because I know that there's Yeah, the recent- yeah that's true. Mm hmm.
1: There, There's that Rust one, and then earlier before it was the, the, uh, uh, Sarah, the camera assistant on that one documentary or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah, that's it's something not, they have learned from. It seems pretty rare. Yeah, mm-hmm. like enough that it's at least obvious that they're working to try to make sure that doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> I know. And when something happens, they're like, no, we need to shut the entire industry down and really change everything. It seemed like... When this, when, when Neville accidentally stabbed his co-star in on this one, it was like, ah, walk it off, pour some booze on and we'll see you in I was an like, hour. like, take
0: him to my personal physician. They'll take care of you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what's the next scene?
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're not breaking for lunch, right? We got to get going. We have to, we have to film 48 scenes in the next two
0: hours. Uh because this is old Hollywood. <laughs> did you notice there was a chance for a drinking game with this film?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm not really usually looking out for that stuff, but what what stood out to you? The amount of times they blew up gas tankers. Well, oh, there was a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was that the one especially the plane. Was it at the air show? Um and yeah, it was, I think it was at the air show and it opened that air show with somebody saying, move this gas truck. We can't put it right on the runway. Somebody will crash into it. And then Cliff saves the the clown guy and the plane <laughs> immediately goes right, pow, right into the gas truck.
0: Yeah. Like that was becoming a theme.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. You know, the, the exploding gasoline budget in these older films was just through the roof and I
0: loved it. Yep. Oh I have to say my favorite line, big gopher, <laughs> because yeah. they think the Rocketeer is like a gopher going yeah. through the cornfield.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that was really, I mean, it was impressive. A bunch of corn stalks just flying up through the air. I mean, if that's what you jump to, then what kind of what kind of gopher
0: problem are they having there? I, I think they're just. Th- they can't I, think of anything else besides what they're normally used to. And they just assume it's a bigger version of what yeah, they've dealt with. Giant gopher, giant mutant gopher. Yeah. And a lot of, we don't care about civilians. We're going to have a shootout because one person shot back at us. Well, Hey, you know, you, you had your honor to, to maintain there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just like the PVs thing where the, like big ogre of a guy comes in. Oh yeah. And then the FBI yeah, is shooting yeah. at the house, not thinking, what if the other people are home? <laughs> Well, you know, I guess
1: they they had a, a bullet quota to meet, so they need to get them out of those guns or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, hey, if if people in there don't want to get shot, then you know they'll they'll duck to the floor and not get shot. It's
0: their problem now. It is their problem that this had some early Office Easter eggs as well. Office, the Office, the TV show, The Office. Mm-hmm. The American version. Uh, oh sure.
1: Well, here, uh, remind me. Yeah, I think you may be more familiar
0: with the show. It was more of just a specific actress that was in the film as well. So.
1: Oh right. You know what? That was. That's very true. Yeah, the singer I, she at came the club. up. Yeah, Molo or Hardin came up, I was like, good. Gosh, her face is familiar as yeah. heck. Where have I seen her before? Jan Levison Gould. Jan Levinson Gould. And looking
0: awesome, great dress, great singing voice, which makes yeah. me believe that she sings even in the office. I like the fact that that's like the second time I've seen her on screen singing. I'm like she probably does sing then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm assuming she was singing for real for this film. So she's got a good voice. Yeah. I mean, she's apparently funny as heck too i mean clearly
0: you look at the office but man, she she's uh what would they call it a jane of all trades yes indeed that i've been noticing a lot the, a lot of that when i've watched older movies like seeing certain bigger actresses or actresses now that you didn't see them mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. like there was her and the rocketeer i was watching the dwayne johnson's walking tall and
1: oh yeah and one yeah, yeah.
0: one of the scenes where like the bad guy has a girl in his car when he gets pulled over it's robin Shabotsky or kobe's <laughs> mm-hmm. really <laughs> yeah and she's she doesn't kobe's have folders. she doesn't have a line she just kind of smiles and like oh. cringes when the rock destroys the brake lights <laughs> wow that's always fun to see, you know, where they started from and, and to
1: know like, hey, everything's going to work out for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I, it, that warms my heart because at that time they're probably just, you know, like any other actor just hitting the, hitting the, the audition rooms all day, every day, just trying to make it. Yep, and you're yep. like, no, pretty soon, Robin, Kobe, you're going to be in great movies. You're going to be in freaking Marvel movies, man.
0: That Robin's future is yours. Will Sparkle forever. <laughs> absolutely yeah your future is bright but yeah so the rocketeer has a pretty straightforward concept
1: i'd say so mm-hmm. you know yeah good hero story yep. hero has a girl Hero loses the girl hero finds a jetpack uh in his airplane hangar mm-hmm. starts flying around uh, uh, uh james bond is a nazi yeah yep.
0: Yeah. like it always is but pretty straightforward just like here's the challenges here's the fun action action here's the fun tool we're going to use to make this more spicy <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh
1: yeah spicy is a good way to describe it yeah i like that yeah still disappointed to see that neville sinclair was a nazi though you know i he was he was a smarmy like slimy weasel of a mm-hmm. guy
0: too but man it kind of reminded me of how much archer have you watched if any
1: oh i've, I've watched a good few seasons maybe after like season four or five or so
0: Okay. Do you ever recall an episode where one of the actresses that they're trying to protect is like a Russian spy or something? I think so. It sounds very familiar. Yeah. So it just reminded me of that. Like you're making those bad jokes, like there's a Russian spy. And especially f- for when this, m- the rocketeer was aimed to be happening mm. Nazi issue. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fit right in the time. It's a, it's a good, bad person to have. Um, I will say that I, I wish, um, I don't know, I feel like we didn't really get to a, a central bad guy person until pretty far into the movie. I mean, you know, it's very clear that, that Neville Sinclair is just going to be the antagonist. Yeah. But it took a while to get to, oh, he's a Nazi and he is definitely the bad guy. Before then, it was just sort of like a soup of bad guys. We got the mobsters. Mm-hmm. We got the big hulking uh, Dick Tracy looking guy.
0: It it, it, it Yeah. It kind of gave us more of the, here is going to be somebody who wants to take over the world, not somebody who wants to just watch it burn. It was, it took, it took a shift. Like we thought we had one type of bad guy and then they upgraded it. Yeah, they sure did.
1: Whenever you go to Nazis, I would say as far as bad guys go, it's an upgrade. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I if I had to knock this film for anything, I would have liked to have seen them really focus on Neville Sinclair being a bad guy from them a little sooner. You know, yeah, I can see they wanted him to be a little ambiguous and you're like, eh, maybe he's just somebody who's uh creeping on uh, a young actress jenny who you know who knows how old she is exactly but she's probably barely 18 at the most and here's this like 40 year old guy who's just you know let's have let's go out for soup
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean you know his intentions weren't to to get sweet with her it was to get to the jet pack but still it was creepy
0: well part of him that, was like yeah. here's an opportunity as well wink wink
1: uh yeah yeah have your cake and eat it
0: too hmm well, that cake comes with a punch.
1: I mean, yeah, Jenny Jenny is no pushover. She, she can hold her own, doesn't need any cliff, doesn't need no man
0: to take care of her. Nope, not at she all. She can smash a flower vase in anybody's head. That's like, that was like the second time in 20 minutes that she did that in the film. Oh, did she she yeah, did it at the club to prevent times. somebody That's, from shooting cliff, and then she did it to Neville huh. as well.
1: Hey, you know, if it works, it works. And she go for it. had her
0: one-liner like, "Look, I starred in a row with Neville Sinclair."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. I liked Jennifer Connelly in this in this movie. It was one of her early roles. Mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't you know, it wasn't labyrinth. It wasn't super early. Um, but I thought I thought she was really great and kind of uh another uh, little bit of an instance of you know you go back and you see a movie that she was in early on and then you look at her career now and you're like god damn you made it you made it so well academy award winning actress jennifer connelly mm-hmm. Ooh, yep, yep yep you know the future is looking
0: bright for you so bright as bright. bright as a rocket bright as a rocket right to the
1: bang zoom straight to the moon kaboom or to a or to a zeppelin
0: oof I, I liked that. I was just like, don't shoot the flare. <laughs> I don't. That was the only time I, like, I get they were showing a different mentality of like, oh, men know this and women know that. Cause like, there's a limit of education back then that's being shared, but yeah, I was different really, focuses, I guess. Yeah. I was really annoyed that her character didn't know. Don't shoot that.
1: <laughs> well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess at
1: some point they did kind of fall back to the old habit or mm-hmm. the old standby of Dan, you know, Dan's damsel, damsel in Distress. Yeah. Which needs, it needs a guy to save her and tell her what to do.
0: And it fit for when the movie was aimed for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is 91. Mm-hmm. So we weren't so uh, progressive at that point and even less so in the late 30s.
0: Oh, yeah. And it, but at least like if you watch it now, I honestly don't think there's gonna be too much anger about some of the stuff that how they portrayed things like it was i would hope not pretty yeah. pretty low like there wasn't yeah. any bossing around it was just more of some being inconsiderate mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know i try to go into every movie i see no you know knowing when it was made and when it the story is set Mm -hmm. because you know even now you know if you make a movie about the late 30s in 2022 then you you gotta treat the story set it and 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 respect it for the time that it's set in and you know maybe you don't have to have any really ridiculously disgusting stuff but you can't whitewash any of that garbage Mm -hmm. so hey you live with it and you understand that times were not so not as necessarily progressive as they are now and accept it for what it is you know you don't you don't look at uh say for instance tropic thunder and say damn you robert downey jr for doing this wearing blackface and not understand the whole point of the movie exactly that's okay i i think the rock is here I, just because it's so damn charming and fun i it, it would take a real like grinch a real grump
0: to look at this movie and say damn them you know how could they do that i can see some people criticizing but i would say be a real grump for somebody to try to cancel it yeah i'd agree Mm -hmm.
1: you know i could it have been better sure anything could but
0: it's not a terrible film well it has some amazing one-liners like the I'll miss Hollywood, and then, boop, you crash into the sign. It's a Hollywood land sign, and <laughs> I thought,
1: oh, I totally forgot. That's how they lost the land in Hollywood land. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: <laughs> Which brings us back to the gum. Like, that was a nice little clever move, just to slightly mm-hmm. move the gum off the hole so it can leak. For a the- little bit, leak that gas, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Very surreptitiously, yeah. Uh, uh, Neville didn't see it, and it was his... His, oh it was his demise yeah i'm a little surprised i mean and eh, never mind i was gonna say it's not so realistic it should have ignited immediately but who cares you know for the movie it was it worked very well yeah yeah but man what a way to go out that you know being incinerated burned to death and then slamming into the the ground hundreds of feet below you i don't think that's the way i want to go as as a screaming fireball. Well, he was a bad guy, so... Well, yeah. I mean, he was a Nazi. Uh, he can go that way. I don't want that to be, you know, the way old Shawnee boy goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 no. Want to be like a, I don't know, saving an orphanage from, uh, why not? Nazis. Nazis are back. Saving an orphanage from Nazis. Nice. <laughs> or... Uh, a kennel of puppies.
0: i <laughs> will do it. Impressive. And I
1: wouldn't even need a rocket on my back. I'll, I'll be a hero
0: then. Whew. Saving puppies is always a must. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get you on the front page of a newspaper for <laughs> sure. So before we get to our, is this a Disney plus a rental or a buy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What would be your favorite moment and most awful moment, whether it's something like, oh, that was too cheesy or, oh, that was just gruesome. Oh, awful moment. Well, that one's going to be
1: tough because I just enjoyed the heck out of this movie.
0: Well, that's why uh, I added like something that's oh. gruesome. Like for me, I'll start with my awful okay. when that one mobster is in the hospital and he gets bent in half. Oh,
1: That's right.
0: I forgot about the the tacoing. Yeah. Like they don't show it, but it was just like, oh, that one just made me uh, cringe thinking about it. Like that just sucks. I don't care uh, who you are.
1: I I mean you saw you saw the aftermath of that happening to to John Polito's character and his feet were way up by his head and, and uh, not great angle. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what that that's definitely in the running for me. That one was rough. Yeah, Uh that's not a good way to go. Um, let's see, most gruesome. I was gonna say the way that that big scary guy went out, just being burned on the on the zeppelin. But you know what? He tacoed a
0: bunch of people, so no, thank you. Okay. He, he it was gruesome to watch because we don't want to deal with that, but it was a good way for that character to go based on how he was pretty well deserved. He probably had an even longer list of murders. Oh, surely, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's been folding people in half for a long time.
0: Yep, it's his signature. His signature fold.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Uh well, okay. I'll just. I guess I could just jump to to favorite moments. You know, it's hard to it's hard not to just really be uh, attracted to just when they find the rocket and the way they figure it out and they take that first flight and you, you f- you're you flying along with uh, Cliff. And I think the, the photography in this film was really great. It was clearly a lot of like green screen work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, forget about that for a second. and You fly along with Cliff. It feels like it feels like you're right up there with him and it feels so exhilarating like you're soaring through the clouds and saving clowns from biplane crashes. And it's
0: great. It feels like when I was trying to fly as Superman in the Nintendo 64 Superman game.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what you always wanted, but it never (laughs) happened because that game was such a piece of shit. Mm hmm. What a awful, you know, every once in a while I think of that game and I think, you know what would make me the happiest person in the world is the game studio responsible for the latest Spider-Man games makes that version, their version of a Superman game and makes it feel like as, as great as swinging around the city as Spider-Man make flying around Metropolis, like Superman feel the same way.
0: So there's two things like one, I pretty sure I heard there's a Man of Steel game coming out. And then okay. also, okay. I've been playing Lego Batman Three, uh, and if yeah. those characters can fly pretty smooth, I'm sure any new Superman game is going to have a lot better of a flight c- control. I love like, so. game, It steers relatively well, considering that you're literally just getting to move forward and back and up and down. Like you can't like go mm-hmm. and a full 360. So it will be better than that game I just mentioned. <laughs> You know, just just by fortune of it
1: being so much, so many years past, mm. Nintendo sixty four days. I think you know it won't just be a bunch of like barely blue and red polygons, barely flying around a screen, trying to fly through hoops and garbage. I, I think you know, even a poor Superman game were it to come out now would still be better than that piece of garbage. What a yes. terrible game! I can't believe you reminded me of that one. Oh, so bad, audience! Like no joke. It easily in the top 10 worst games ever made mm-hmm. I even understand what it was uh yeah no but it was it was I'll say flying with cliff is nothing like that because it was fun and it it didn't make me want to throw my remote through
0: the window or something so flying with cliff would that be flying into rentals or flying into your collection
1: well, OK, so uh, I watch this on Disney Plus because it's a Disney movie, so it's very yeah. easy to stream. Mm-hmm. But after having watched it again, I would have no problem purchasing this for myself. You know, even if I could just stream it easily on Disney Plus, like this was great. Top to bottom, just, uh, I don't know, a breezy, fun film. So absolutely, I would buy it.
0: Yeah, I would agree that it's an insta buy for me that, yeah, there's like, let's say you have a streaming service that something is already a part of. It's one of those when we say yeah, we'd add it to our collection. It's one we collect. Two, if for some reason, oh, maybe you, uh, some listeners don't have Disney Plus, or maybe something's on Netflix and they don't have Netflix, or they, yeah. the prices get raised, which is a high possibility. <laughs> Happening more and
1: more these days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it's more of the if you have to choose between buying or renting it, then this, our opinion is to buy it. Buy it. Yeah, definitely.
1: I, I don't think it's something, a choice you would regret at all. Not um at all. I mean yeah as always and maybe this should just be implied with every uh purchase recommendation if it's on sale even even better mm-hmm but it's a good purchase it's a lot of fun and i think it's got a lot of you know rewatch value you know you wouldn't need to wait five to ten years to revisit it
0: yep yep yep
1: oh man if you've got young children too like around the ages we were when we
0: saw it no brainer just a lot of fun just make sure to have some padding around for their attempted flights (laughs) yes yeah reinforce your drywall
1: please or uh uh, pad your stairs some, you know, just, uh, if, if you've got a, from what I can recall about your your what you've said about your young days, if you've got a young Steven Reyes at home as well, then, you know, put some pillows on the walls or something. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up the best way we know how by saying thank you for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you taking this, uh, journey through the skies with us and talking about the Rocketeer blasting off with, uh, with, Cliff, and Jenny and Peavy, and we're getting right to the end here. So, I've been Sean Anderson here with my, uh, hmm, hmm, uh, I don't know, Spaceman Rocketeer Steve, I guess. <laughs> yep, yep. I uh, no And, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for listening, we'll see you next time when we've got some more great episodes, some great movies to talk about
0: here on More Movies. Please.